I'm Ange. I walk the shamanic path and I have the best fucking job in the world. Every day I get to tell you I love you. Don't fucking text them. And I get to help people with their relationships um, using ancient wisdom from my extensive studies in shamanism. So I am along this path. I've been lucky enough to find a lot of spiritual friends and I have some not spiritual friends, but they're all funny and they're all beautiful. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about relationships and the things that that we deal with in them. We're going to dissect the twin flame trend and just talk about soul ties and healing in general. So I love you. And of course, like I said before, don't fucking text them. Work on your own shit. You, you are the problem. I'm sorry. You're also the solution. I love you. Scorpio Starseed Tarot. So if you don't follow her, pause this for a second and go to TikTok and follow her. She's amazing. One of my besties, Jilly, Jillian Jill. I call her Jilly. Um, she's my Jilly. I met her. She was one of my first clients when I started doing private tarot readings back in March of 2021. We were both a hot fucking mess together. We were both in twin flame land. We were on a journey. We seemed to be in the same collective. Shit was happening to us at the same time. And it was wild. Um, we were both really... Like, we... we we talk about it in this, but we have videos of us both like just ugly crying. Of course, we we're taking videos of herself crying back at that time. But now she has her own following on TikTok as well. And she's moved and she's got like she's she's manifested so much dope shit in her life. I think in this episode, we just talk about where we were and where we came from, you know, and where we're going. I love you. Enjoy. Jilly, yeah. I could talk about anything with you all day long. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. I this week has been crazy. I don't know if you noticed, but I had the one video where I showed my receipts kind of blow up. Yeah. I did see it. So, so I don't know if you've had this happen to you yet as a creator, but anytime that happens, like um the trolls really come out in the comments. <laughs> I mean, for myself, I don't really post any like receipts or anything like that. It's just, I can't get behind it, but more power to you for posting that. That's real as fuck. So can I curse on here? Yeah, you can curse <laughs> wherever you want. There's no rules. Nobody really listens to this. There's been like a hundred people. It's fine. <laughs> I, we're just doing it for ourselves, really. It's, I feel like at this point, it's just like me and all of my friends and my mom apparently talking nonsense. I mean, hey, let's document the shit that goes on in our lives because I feel like it's so crazy I know it is it's been crazy no I like it like you know for a while like my TikTok started for tarot and then but I like making all their content I always have yeah. and I like doing comedy stuff and I like getting on the trends so for a while I had like the three separate TikToks but like I just put it all in one because who gives a fuck but now the ones that go viral have nothing to do with tarot or spirituality <laughs> Do you remember the cold star one I made? Yes, that one was crazy. But I feel like all of the ones making fun of yourself are what goes viral. Yeah. I mean, it's all shamanism, so it's all core to like what I do. Because even yeah. this last week being stressed, I had another little course all, cold star breakout and I had to go get my vesiclavir, which because of the comments, I now know I can take. There was that <laughs> thing at 100 or no, 1.3 million views, the cold star video. I know. I think also people like to see other people struggle and they're yes. like, I'm just going to hop on this because it's funny or, you know, she's struggling, which is sick. But like, hey, you get the views for it. So fuck it. I, when I'm scrolling, if I see hot tea, I go through the comments and I look to see what's going on. Like I do. I do that. Oh, absolutely. I feel like my feed has changed so much that yeah. it's not what it used to be. So I used to love the content I would get on my For You page. And I now I just, I hate it. Oh. It's a mirror of where we are. Remember when it, like, when, when it, TikTok started out, mine was all like really funny, just people falling and dancing videos. And like now it's all like twin flame this, your person. Is it's the same tarot that I do, but I hate it. It's funny how your for you page goes in waves because when I was great on my twin flame journey, I didn't see any of that. Yeah. And then the second your twin flame journey or your person and you separate or whatever goes awry, boom, right on your page. 
shit hit the fan, but they're coming back. They're only for you. The third party. I'm like, no, be quiet. I was like, I know I do yeah. this too, but be quiet. I don't want to hear it. I know. I feel like the algorithm is God. <laughs> like it's fucked yeah. up, but it's like, it's, it's too real. Sometimes I don't, I'm kind of in a stressed out place about it too, because a lot of spiritual creators are like, um, or at least the ones in like that I come across are just not getting as many people on lives lately, not getting as many bookings, not, and I'm sure, and I noticed too, like it is more flooded with them than I guess even a year mm -hmm. or two ago, but I think there's always room for that and i also i told you too there's just cyclical time sometimes it's slower and then sometimes it's busier um yeah but the algorithm the last algorithm change they it changes back it'll change back but this last yeah. one has been affecting the lives differently i don't give a fuck about views as long as i have enough clients to feed my family <laughs> and like pay yeah. the rents you know I mean, but, for me, I think I even like my last video has been two months ago. I stopped making videos and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go live. I'm just going to do private readings because that's what I enjoy doing. I don't yeah. enjoy sitting there making videos all day long unless yeah. I'm really feeling it. But the lives, they've been a little stressful lately. And I think it is because there's so many people like I do tarot, I read tarot. And it's like, you have to find those people. Like you're, you're like this. I'm like this where I read tarot but I also get downloads when I'm yeah. reading. Like, it's not my cards telling me what's going on. It's, it's how you feel. It's what you're getting. And I think that's the misconception is there's so many people that quote unquote can read tower. Yeah. I can learn what three of swords means, but yeah. it's how do you interpret it to your client? Um, and you know, it'll get back to normal. People will start booking again, getting on live. You know, yeah. It's all patterns. It's well, and it's what we do is intuitive tarot. And like, I thought when I came back from that last retreat, like how I can throw leaves, throw bay leaves now and like matches and like it's reading energy. And I thought that was dope as fuck. Like I prefer those over tarot, but people seem to be more psyched on tarot. Like people just love it. And even like, I'm like, I could be doing mediumship. I could be journeying and talking to like you in a past life to get answers, but they'd rather see me pull cards. And that's, I respect that, but it's so funny. It's just, I don't, I don't really get it. I think people need to see it tangible in front of them. Like show yeah. me what the card is and tell me how you interpret it. I need to see that it's actually coming out and to see that spirit is guiding me to this card. And yeah. it's, it is ego driven, I think, because it's, it's your own ego being like, well, just don't trust in what someone's saying. Like yeah. see it because you want to feel that they're accurate or, or whatever it is. But that, that to me is just all ego driven because I much rather do a shamanic healing with you. I much rather, you know, get on yeah. your table and you find crystallized energy than you tell me he's coming back. I want to work on myself, but people aren't there yet. Yeah. And I just made that video today because somebody in the comments was like, um, like twin flames are unhealthy as fuck. And I was like, yeah, we are. nobody that I've done shamanic healing on doesn't agree with it's not the relationship is still there. The journey is still there with that person, but the label itself is problematic. Like any, I think you having done that work with me too, like, you know, if you want to talk real deal and go just have one of those sessions done, because you know, <laughs> I am not smart enough to come up with some of the shit that yeah. I come out of those with. And it's, I don't know anything about history. So I don't know how people lived in past lives. And I don't like the, some of the details I retrieve for some of you guys that have to do with things in your life that I had no idea about. It's just like, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, and I don't think that, you know, people understand the extent of it. Like yeah. I've done shamanic healings with you, what, two or three times now. I've come out of there with the most like crazy feeling. And it's not just because someone told you, oh, you were shot by this guy three times in the back in the 1920s, which was mine. But yeah. it's like the feeling of, okay, wait, this resonates in my life because I have pains down there. Or I have this or I have, you know, problems with my back or whatever the case is. You're like, you wouldn't know that. We don't have those conversations where, wow. oh, my back was killing me today. Like, yeah. No. No. So, I know that was the, um, when I first started out, I remember Rachel. So Ray baby, you know, she's going to, she's going to do one of these coming up, but the, that one, the first time I did crystallize energy on her. So when I was just starting out, I practiced on you guys, you know, um, yeah. for free and stuff. She, where I removed it from, she showed me later. I think, she, I think she was the one, she had a big ass fucking scar there from a surgery. And I was like, yeah, because every life is just like a replay 
<clears throat> in those same yeah. areas and um a whole bunch of people on live when i was doing live it's wild like i remember the first paid shamanic healing i did was for um one of my clients who actually has a pretty decent following on tiktok but i knew nothing about her life i knew nothing about her at all and when i journeyed it showed me this past life where she was a black man and she was a boxer like in the 20s or 30s and i was like I do not want to come up and tell this woman this story. This sounds so crazy. And my guides were like, you know, we do it. We talked to Mookie and the Peruvian tradition. So I love it. Mookie was like, do it. And when I did, she was like, okay, you're the real deal. And I was like, why? And she goes, well, my main spirit guide, um, she was, uh, she was more spiritual than I realized and more in tune. She goes, my main spirit guide is a boxing coach. My father was, uh, was a black boxer, my kids. And she didn't even, I didn't even realize she was black. She, she didn't look, you know what I mean? Like from the, yeah. From those, video so i was just like what so then she's explaining the lineage and stuff and she was like no that makes perfect sense so i almost didn't tell her because i thought i would sound insane yeah that's but it's crazy. i know it's the weirdest stuff that's like that's why it's like this journey is fucking wild and some of the shit what you've seen even happened in your life like i taught you remember you i've tried so i know you know how to journey but didn't one day when you were really upset didn't i teach you how to die <laughs> yeah you were like you have to die and i remember <laughs> I was so in tune with my twin flame journey and I was still talking to my twin at the time. And I remember you were like, you have to die. So I honestly felt like I died and I, what happened? I'm just laughing at myself about the fact that like people even listen to me sometimes because it sounds wild when you say it like that. Yeah, I'm like, this, this woman's telling me to die, but okay, let's die. So I come out of this, I feel great. I go, I talk to my twin and I'm like, I just died. Like I had a whole awakening. He's like, yo, you're fucking stupid. Like you're this, you're that. And I'm just like, Man, I had such a whole experience and you just took that away from me. And I think that's like the start of it is realizing that you need to do things for yourself. You need to not listen to other people. Like if you sound crazy, you sound crazy. And that's just that. But yeah, yeah that those experiences, like I have a huge birthmark on my back about this big. You would have never known that. You would have never mm. known any, any of this. And it's just, I think it's the real deal. I think it's crazy, but tarot is where it's at right now, so- I know. Well, and it gets, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with tarot. I love no. it. But but it's in some of the stories, though, from my teachers, it, like, especially the shit that happens in Peru on those trips are like, oh, yeah, it's so real. It's so crazy. Like, I, you can't even, it's the stuff. It's just undeniable. But yeah, I don't know. And so, yeah, but I'm majorly hating on Twin Flames this week, if you didn't notice. <laughs> I feel that. I I think we all go in waves in our own twin flame journey. Like I've really tried to let go of that concept. I think it's egotistical. It's doesn't really mean anything. If your other person is not spiritually woke, then you're trying to explain 900 times a day, what a twin flame is, why you guys are connected, why this relationship is so dramatic. And it's like, you're just feeding your own ego to try to make yourself feel like this relationship is better than any other relationship that you've been in. Yeah. And it's really not. It's, I mean, it does put you through the ringer. It makes you learn things about yourself that you probably would have never awoken to or whatever the case is, but I don't like the label of it anymore because I believe that everything is karmic, whether you're a twin yeah. flame or a soul type, it's all karma. It's all karma from some way, somehow. Some is good karma, some is bad karma. It's karma. Yeah, when my when my teacher Amy did the shamanic healing on me last week, and I came about this issue because it was just burdening me, because yeah. I was I came in crying because I thought I don't did I tell you this? No, but I like by I I happened to, so I was at that shamanic retreat, which basically like I I went through a big dark night of the soul coming out of that because we were learning divination, but mm -hmm. in order to do and which I know you know in order to do divination correctly, even tarot. You got to be able to ideally separate your own shit from other people's shit. So yeah. the way of the shaman or the seer too is to is to know those things, and then and then you can figure out what your vision is for the future, and then you know what you need to look at to to or changes you need to make or adjustments you need to make to manifest that into reality, right? So we spent the whole weekend doing that. So it was like a whole weekend of looking at my own shit, which is nobody likes doing that, you know, because you even when you think you're gravy, you're not, you're not, you're just living in denial. And then, you know, you've got 20 other people on the path doing readings on you all weekend. So even if you're trying to ignore something, they're fucking saying it back to you. Yep. So, um, Okay. Anyway, I got to tell you that. Oh yeah. So that started. And then I went to Amy for a healing. And by this day I am, cause my whole vision, the whole time I'm there is just him. And I'm like, yeah. I, 
I don't want it to be because he doesn't want what I want right now. You know what I mean? Like we're cool. We're not, not talking, but like he works all the time. He doesn't want family stuff. He, he doesn't want a relationship to be a priority. Like I, and I do, you know, I want to have, I already have a child. I, I want a family. Um, yeah. So our visions don't match up and, I, and I'm so upset about it. So by the time I get there on Tuesday, I'm driving, it's a 30 minute drive, like through the middle of corn <laughs> where I send you pictures of my Wisconsin drives. I am I'm bawling and so when I walk in she's like well grab a stone because I guess you're ready I'm like yeah so I'm like it's just embarrassing and um it's just embarrassing because I love him and I want this with him and I feel in my all my visions are him and all I've done all this work on myself and they all lead back to him and and she was like okay so she said but at the end of the session and ended up being there was a past life where in that life he felt obligated to me I ended up being whatever we were like family members but he was he was actually my goddaughter I was an old lady was in that life but he was obligated to me um to take care of me in my old age because I never had child, children as yeah. my goddaughter and he didn't and then we we healed things at the end of life but she had to go back and do healing so it's why he always felt obligated to take care of me even though he didn't you know and yeah. he, but he, he resented me for it so she healed that part of it and she did my healing around just like wanting to make a partner happy so much and then after that it was just like fuck but in the end of it she said like whatever your twin flame soulmate person counterpart it's all the same stuff and and i was yeah. like yeah like i it's all they're all just people that show up in our lives right you can't uh, people have free will and um so it was like two things for me in the end of that like people have free will to do what they want and you have to love them enough to do that but you also have to stand in your power and not just let them walk all over you so like i wasn't doing that there's a, and you know there's nobody else i would let talk to me that way or just like put me on the back burner that much yeah i think that's everyone that goes through that twin flame journey it's like if you reread your old conversations with these people i'm like oh holy shit like this is abuse but we don't yeah. think about it that way because we love them unconditionally and anything they did at the time, they were not healed enough or they were not this, they were not that we weren't. And so we let it happen, but yeah. it's the truth. We have to heal ourselves in those wounds. And it comes from past lives. I, I truly believe we carry, you know, wounds from our past life and trauma. Um, yeah. and that's why we are the way we are. But at the end of the day, it's what we have to choose happiness in the 3D, whether we're together in the 5G yeah. or whatever we're experiencing in the 3D right now. And so we have to choose what's right for us here. And that's just not right for us sometimes. And we have to stand our ground. And that's the hardest part is like knowing that you're doing good, but it hurts so freaking bad. Yeah. Well, unconditional love for ourselves first. I think that's what people yeah. leave out. You could, you don't need to shit on them. Just like, I'm not like this piece of shit, blah, blah. blah. I'm just like, no, I'm choosing me. Right. Yeah. Um. But and the other part is we we do suffer soul loss when we don't stand in our power and we leak energy. And so like, we can't explain it away because they're twin flame. And I think for me, all the fucking shit on TikTok and YouTube or wherever else it is like running from your twin is just running from yourself. No, if they're yeah. not, if they're taking advantage of you in this life, you can't just let them because you can't run from them. It's so fucking toxic. The whole energy around Twin Flames is toxic. Mm -hmm. Like you bring up the runner, the runner and the chaser concept. That's, that's crap. You yeah. know, it's not always someone's running and someone's chasing. It, it doesn't matter. Like that does, I don't believe in that. But the whole concept of a Twin Flame is super toxic. It's always to feed your ego. It's they're not at their highest self right now. So we can't be together and they have healing work to do. And yeah, all that stuff might be really true, but maybe you're just not meant to be together right this moment. Maybe there's a reason why you guys are not in union and there is separation and that's, yeah. you have to find the bigger purpose of that. Not always, like for me, my biggest struggle was I always like, cause there was a third party involved. So I always yeah. blamed somebody else. Yeah. I was, and that was like the hardest part. Like, no, it's me. Like there's a reason why we're not together. And it's not because of this girl. It's something that has to do with me and my journey. And I'm going to figure it out. And that took a lot. And so when I see people come and they want to talk, oh, this third parties are involved and, you know, there's someone stopping the relationship. I just want to shake them and be like, I get it. It's hard, but it's not her. It's yeah. not the problem. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, and it's like, for me, even for me, it was big when that, when that other person went away, that supposedly was like the only thing standing between us. And then all of a sudden it still didn't matter. There was some, just something else. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? It's like, 
Oh, and and to have other relationships come in since meeting them that yeah. where they just love you right away and they're just good to you right away. Like I think like it doesn't have to be so hard. It really there are people no. that would just like to be with you for who you are. Oh, 100%. And you notice that after, you know, but then there's that I feel bad or I'm, yeah. I I don't want to cheat on them, but it's like it, that whole thing is it's horrible like you're not with them. They don't want any part of you right now. Yeah. Well, it's for me, like mine was trying to tell me not to be with anyone else, even though he wasn't going to have time to see me and Same. he didn't, wasn't going <laughs> to, I, you know, like in what world would we listen to that for anybody else if we didn't no. think? And you, I think you can, all the healing parts, I guess this is what fucks with me because letting go of it for me was hard. Like, does that mean I'm not I know I'm not crazy I know I didn't make it all up but if he's just karmic or whatever whatever um what does that mean well you know what meeting him still spurred my spiritual awakening um yeah. it still spurred all of my healing I wouldn't have found shamanism I wouldn't have found I like there's a lot of things I wouldn't have done for myself if I hadn't been so nuts about him um so ultimately today like he doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like I got, I think I'm at a place where I'm like, I got what I got from him and I'm good. Much like in when, by the time I got divorced, I was like, I got my kid out of this guy. I'm good. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's weird. Cause I feel that same way. It's if we, you know, it's weird to get to this point. Cause I remember talking to you a year ago on my floor, <laughs> hysterically crying, like I'm in love with this person. Why is he doing this to me? I'm never going to get over it. And now I'm sitting here with you in my own apartment in New York being like, yeah, we don't, we never have to get back together. Like I'm chilling. I'm good. And that's fine. Like yeah. I am in a great place that took, and I know that you're, you're there too. And we have our moments of course, yeah. but that work that you have to put in for yourself is amazing because who would have ever thought you would have gotten to that point where it's like, if I never ended up with this person again, I'd be okay. Yeah, I think Sunday once I stood in my power and like sent that text of finally saying again this time. And I and that's why he said, Oh, here we go again. Cause I've said it before and then I backtracked, but this feels different. Yeah. I've had so much more healing since then. I, that sounds egotistical to say, but I really do. I just feels different. Like I really am just he's just some dude that I had a situation ship with on and off for two years. And like I do think like he cut back on drinking and all of a sudden those like I love you calls and texts aren't happening all the time. So I'm like, I think that was like drunk him. Like I do. But drunk him is him in another state that's too afraid yeah. in, in the in the normal state to express the love to you. So in that Maybe. sense, like you have to I think you have to hold on to the parts of him that were really beautiful but then let go of the parts of him that weren't so beautiful and kind of just thank your spirit guides for introducing this person into your life, but thank them for also taking them away when they no longer served your purpose. And that's not to say yeah. that in six months, they won't serve you purpose again and be back, you know? Yeah. I just want to be done. Honestly, like I just like, and this last time him like saying, Oh, you woke up a bitch today. Like he's never called me names like that before. So for that, that was just like, I don't even know where we're at now. Like I just, I just was like, I think I'm supposed to be good. Like, that's where I feel like, but you know, we're, we we're just like, I was supposed to believe he was my twin flame for two years, you know, the better part of two years. Um, I think even, even like people with a, they're coming back tarot, we're supposed to see or hear or believe that things are supposed to lead us to believe whatever we're supposed to believe Yeah. at any given time. And we can find out later we were wrong, but we still had to believe them during that part of our journey. That's how, what I think anyway. Yeah, it's funny because like I relied so much on tarot during my journey, but yeah. for what? Like some of the things that were even said, and this is not a knock on anybody because even I read from yeah. my own cards, but like some of those things didn't even happen. But no. we were supposed to be told that story to put us at some point of like an easing mindset. It actually yeah. made things a lot worse. So, yeah. you know, I won't forget booking tarot readings at four o'clock in the morning with <laughs> random people that were on or awake just being like, He's, he said he was going to end this relationship tomorrow. Is he coming back or is he going to be with me? And then being like, yeah, she's packing her bag. She's out the door. She's this, she's that. And then being like, oh, I can finally sleep peaceful. Why? Because some random person on the internet told you so. Yeah. No, but you needed to hear that at that moment because that puts you at ease. And, you know, until you find other things that put you at ease, this, that was the best option. That was, that was the thing that you needed to hear. And yeah. I mean, it teaches you so much. Like, I don't regret spending all that money on tarot. I know. Well, so when I met you, when was it? It was like spring of 2021, 20, right? 
it was like last year in like March, April, May. It was like right when I got started out, I think. Um, I had just moved to Florida too. Yeah. So it was the beginning of all of that. So I, you and I had like, at that time, I would be booked with one-on-ones like yeah. back to back on top. I was working my day job and then like every night and every, I would get up at five in the morning and do ones with people overseas. Like it was crazy. And um, people were frantic. Everybody was frantic, but everyone's a mirror of you too. So it was a reflection of where I was at too. But yeah, I remember you being like at once or twice a week at that time and just being like so upset. Um, yeah. Crying, like could not control myself. I have Snapchat memories of like makeup down my face and just like this crazy stuff. And you look back and you're like, wow, like I really, I really grew. Like I really Mm -hmm. did that. And I I think the whole part, and like, this is so important for, I want to say anybody listening, going through it is like, Mm -hmm. you don't know how much you grow until you look back on it. And then you're like, wow, because there were times where I would tell my twin, like I grew so much. And maybe you didn't, and maybe that's why we don't align anymore. But I can 110% assure you that I've grown way more than I have a year ago. Like, I'm an, another person. And they're like, no, you didn't. You didn't grow. And so. Yes, yes. I just got this again. Back. Like, and that's, I got that again on Saturday. Because I was trying, I was in the middle of my darkness of the soul Saturday. And, it, you know, he and I were texting about, I was just like, I realize now like what for me my aha this week was like I realized kind of what a fucking loser I was letting all these guys have access to me that didn't deserve access to me and jumping into relationships with guys so quick that because for a while you know I was going through this phase where everybody I dated like right away I'd be like I love you be my girlfriend yeah. we're gonna li- live together let's have a baby and I was like okay because you're a soul tie <laughs> yeah. like, it looks stupid and and I kind of had I was going through a little thing where I was seeing other people, not you, but like I was seeing other people in my life do that. And then I was like, oh, that looks silly as fuck. Like I realize now how silly it looks. Um, And I like, I don't know, just a lot of like, I was kind of going down a faker path about how I looked and stuff, which is fine. Like I love makeup. I live, but like, um, and so he had been on me about those two things for months just like, I guess as a friend, I don't know why, but, yeah. and so I had said to him, like, I see now that you are right on those things. And he was like, yeah, just like, don't date losers and stop looking so fake. And I said, I just, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. But like, on top of it, like, I just feel like I'm always such a fuck up because I made those decisions. So like we were, you know, but he's just like, well, I've heard this all before. Like, and so I think that's where I'm like, yeah, you don't, and that's why I realized you haven't spent any time with me since May, bro. Like, you don't yeah. even know who I am anymore. I, you're not, you haven't seen these transitions. I get that you haven't changed, but other people certainly can work on themselves and change. So, yeah, like, I'm not going to just take some fucking dude's word that I haven't done the work when he hasn't even seen me and once right. he has no idea what's going on in my life. Right. They don't talk to you about anything in particular that's deep deep conversations and then they want to sit there and say or they haven't seen you since february or whenever the case when oh you didn't change you didn't do the healing work you didn't do this you didn't do that who were you to sit there and tell me what i did and didn't do were you here every single night while i was crying or while i was journaling or while i was releasing something no you weren't so don't tell me what i did and didn't do and i think that is one of the most beautiful things because you sit there and you're like okay like I'm, I'm okay to defend myself. And if whatever this person says to me, can't bother me, but it's hard. Like it, it does throw you off for a minute when they say things like don't date losers or don't do this or don't do that. It's, who are you to tell me what I can and cannot do? And yes. then you're like, a minute, they're right to an extent. Yeah. This, okay. This, there's this always been this lesson that I learned when I was a little kid about like people who are going to do bad shit too are always going to tell you to watch out for that bad shit. Have you kind of yeah. noticed this before? So like when I was really little, it was this messed up story. My mom grew up in this small town um, and like nothing bad ever happened there. But there was this 17 year old girl that was murdered while she was working at a quick trip at a gas station. Um, and it was this high school friend of hers, this other boy who was very handsome and very well liked. And he would come visit her on shift all the time and be like, you have to be more careful about who you let in here when you're closing, you have to, and he would come and he would tell her all this stuff. And he ended up beating her to death with a pipe in the, that gas station and killed her. And I don't know, I just stuck with me and I was thinking about it. So I woke up Sunday morning thinking about that, you know, that happened when I was like seven. Um, weird and I was like he's the fucking only loser I'm talking to Joe yeah. 
He's literally the only loser I'm talking to you because he has not done, he's the only person I've even, so remember when I met him, I don't just like, I'm not a situationship girly. I'm not knocking it, but I'm not, and I'm not a hookup person. When I was on dating sites, I went on dates with people like, you know, yeah. dating for relationships. But when I met him, it was during quarantine and he convinced me, you know, that it's not safe to let's just be let's just meet our houses well my, meanwhile well he was going to bars all the fucking time and i had no idea like it was just a, so he never has taken me anywhere i've never been anywhere besides one of our homes with him like That's there's saying so i know there is so there he's like the only guy that i have not literally i think maybe one or two like during a weird little phase but you know what i mean like yeah. but that was intentional that was not someone i ever had feelings for like I just, it's wild. Where, so I was like, he's the only person that has done nothing for me ever, ever. Yeah. Yeah. And they're the people that are like, oh, if you leave me, you're going to get so hurt. If you leave me, you're never going to be happy. And it's like, no, I was hurt and unhappy with you. Yes. <laughs> Not with somebody else, but they want to, you know, it's again, like the, I'm the best thing that's ever happened to you kind of person. They don't want you to go. It's, it's easy for them to play those psychological games than to own up to their shit. Because if yeah. they don't own up to their shit, then they have to heal. If they play the psychological games, then you're the crazy one. That's why yes. they always fucking crazy. How many times have you heard from that person that you're crazy? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Every day, That's every other day. <laughs> and that I'm stupid. And it's so funny because I was, I said to him once, I'm like, you know what's funny? Nobody's ever told me I'm stupid except for guys that are sleeping with me. <laughs> what does that mean? And he was just like, he just walked out of the room, but yeah that's hilarious because it's true <laughs> it's not a thing that happens otherwise how many, no. I, I looked at him once it's like how many people told you you're stupid and he was like i don't like it when people i was like uh-huh because i never heard anywhere but from dude my ex-husband and you basically but okay yeah but that's the thing they don't want to they don't want to look inside themselves so they project and they, that you're all these things but that's really them and mm -hmm. it's sad like i wish i could just you know i, I it's weird because I wish I could just shake my twin and just be like, <laughs> you, you need to like man up and understand these things. Because like, honestly, if he went and dated somebody else, like, I think he would treat them just as bad, if not 110% worse. He has. I know he has. I know. <laughs> like for me, I feel like I was treated the best he's ever capable of getting treated. Yeah. That's so shitty to say, because the things he did to me were absolutely horrible. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I would just want him to heal for himself, not for us to ever be back together, because fuck that, like, I'm, I'm good. But for himself, like, you have so much to heal besides a loving partner, like your family issues, your relationships with like yourself, like the way you yeah. feel about yourself, like you wake up every morning and you don't like yourself. Yeah, that's really hard. Like for your for your twin, it was drinking for yeah. mine, it was smoking or, you know, chasing an awakening with, for me, like a high, like that's yeah. not, that's not really chasing an awakening. And so we used to go back and forth all the time where he was like, oh, you have to take drugs to really find your spiritual awakening. And yeah. I'm like, no, you don't like, you don't need anything to find a spiritual awakening. And so, you know, it's, it's just the way people cope with things. And I, I wish there was a way to tell them you don't need to drink. You don't need to smoke. You just need to level up and like heal yourself, heal your inner child. Yeah. They won't ever see that. I don't, I don't know. I feel differently, but I just feel like everyone either finds it or they don't. I don't really care, especially because mine is so, he doesn't fucking care. He's yeah. happy. He's like both hates his life and loves it. And he's at peace with that. So like, he's exactly where he wants to be. So yeah, so he, can fucking, he can fucking stay there. Uh, the day will like, and that's what I always said to him. Cause when he's like, I don't care. Like, which, you know, he didn't say literally on Saturday, but or Sunday, but he might as well. It's like, yeah, today you don't, but that day is coming again, buddy. I will hear from you. You will care on that day. And on that day, it's going to be done. And, and we went through that in July. And that's why I thought, because if you if you remember in July when I had a boyfriend, he popped up out of nowhere and was like, "We're always going to be each other's partners. You need, yeah. I need I need to see you. Like this is it." And he tried to backtrack, like he just was drunk and he didn't mean it. But um, you know, later. But I think for me, I thought that since then, once me and dude broke up, I thought like, okay, he's ready. He learned because he did have some traumatic family stuff happen that I thought changed him. Um, but it didn't. 
it was all just like I don't know what would have happened if I would have went over there that day and broke up with dude that day but I knew on that day I was supposed to tell him the fuck off and I think it did break something in him and um I don't know I think everything's meant to be the way it is yeah. like he was never the same after that he was cold and I even said at one point like you haven't said I love you or even told me I'm, I'm pretty since that day in July that I picked my boyfriend over you and he was like yeah so I know there will be a day where it all clicks for him, but I really just think I'm ready to move on. Like, and for me right now, I can't keep throwing myself into romantic relationships. I just, it's a little different. Like I got divorced thinking like, oh, I was just married to the wrong person. I love being married. So like, I'll just find the right person right away. And like, now I realize like, I, it's so cheesy, but I am my right person. Like, I just can't, I, there are things I want to do with my life. Like I can't keep throwing all this energy into strangers. Yeah, no, no, you can't. And I definitely feel like after, you know, a traumatic experience or a soul tie, you, you do end up finding a good person. When does it happen? There's no time to tell about that, but there is somebody, whether it's a friend, a boyfriend that comes in or, or somebody, but yeah. there is somebody that shows you the right way to be loved or to love. And again, you love yourself more at the end of the day to not agree to that disrespect, but it does come in. Yeah. And I mean, I even had that. I mean, I had glimpses of that in July and May with those two boyfriends I had this summer that were both lovely people. Like, honestly, it wasn't the right fit, but like, that's fine. They were really nice to me. So like, I know what that feels like now. I'm not going to ever settle for less than that, you know? Right. And, you know, I do like, for you, it's different. I don't know why I feel this way, but I always feel like it will end up working out. Like, yeah, you know, you're, when I see your twin flame relationship, I always think of like the little girl and the little boy on the school playground. And like, he's always mean to you, but he's mean to you because he loves you. And I know that that's so sick yeah. to say, but cause it, it sounds like, I'm like, Oh, Jillian, like, don't, don't joke about that because <laughs> there are people out there that are like, Oh, my, my husband, you know, is the, this way, but that's cause he loves me. And it's like, no, 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 no. Don't get yeah. it twisted here. But I think, I think you guys, always find a way to have that love for one another so maybe it's not now but I don't I don't know I just don't feel like it's it's ever going to be to be closed I feel like for my own mental health at this point though I just have to close it and put it on the shelf and say goodbye to it like I'm I'm just done because it's I don't know why but when I I can't feel like I'm waiting on him it makes me miserable yeah for me when I knew it was completely done over I can't ever go back was when I knew I couldn't get over the hurt when the hurt was so great that you were, that you just think about it and you're like, there's no way we can reconcile after, after this, like you just have to accept it and move on from it. And you're like, okay, yeah, that was really shitty. This person didn't do right by me. I'm okay though. Like after that war, I I'm, I'm still alive. And so that's when I realized it was done is just, there's just too much pain. I think about, you know, I've been at his house when he's been sitting like with his head between my legs and I, and he's on his phone and there's girls texting him paragraphs and he's was cold as fucking ice to them. Just like now, like, so I've seen how he treats people on the other side of it, but then he also had the one girlfriend who like had a key to his house and was there all the time. And so I've seen him give a lot less and a lot more to other people and I just don't like any of it. (laughs) Like, I know how he is. And I don't think like, that's, that was always my thing. Like in the past years, like what you're treating me like just some other bitch. And he'd be like, no, I'm not. Um, But he wasn't giving me as much as he gave. Like the one part, the one relationship he actually got into real relationship who's actually his girlfriend. And I think I said that to him a couple of weeks ago. Like, I know that you're so mad that I was with dude in July. And he was like, yeah. And I said, I, I I don't want to not start anything but I can't get over how much time you gave her that you never yeah. gave me and he was like don't fucking start I said I'm not starting but I have to say it because it's still I don't think I can ever get over that yeah and it's hard because when you think when they come back right and you're talking to them and you're you're trying to for us it's I'm trying to mend that relationship with you and and for me to mend it I have to kind of open up and express to you my feelings for them they're so defensive about it that they can't even speak about it and yeah. I think that's the hardest part is that's when you know you can't have a relationship with them because what's hurting you so bad they don't want to have any part of they say you're playing the victim you're this you're that and it's like you you gave someone almost two years of your life 
and you let them move in and you gave them a kid or you did this or you did that yeah. or you did whatever you did yeah. fine that that's okay you did those things but don't come at me when I'm trying to talk about it because it hurt me so bad yeah I, know, well, yeah. I don't know too it's like if you ever felt this way but like the, I recently was just kind of like I literally if I'm looking at it just straight on from a third party like point of view not my own spiritual lens I just look like the girl that every time he gets his heart broken by someone he's what well, that girl he was dating I he calls me because I'll come over and say I love you and then he won't have to feel the hurt of that breakup like yeah I don't want to be that person either you know yeah I mean I definitely felt that way I feel like for myself when so we we also started to talk during quarantine and so yeah. that's when a lot of these relationships came into fruition and we we had stopped talking because I don't, I ended it actually and so when he called me back that first time he was like I need to talk to you and I was very dismissive I was like no like I'm not talking to you like I'm done I'm over it but that that moment that he called he was really going through it he had met the girl yeah and he he didn't want any part of her and so he was really going through it and he needed my help and I was like, no, but after that, every time that there's something that went wrong with him, I was his only support system. You know, yeah. you were the only person that they called and picked up the yes. phone. Yes. And it's hard. Cause it's like, well, what if you went back to that day three years ago and you, you helped him, where would you be right now? Yeah. I don't think it would be any different. Cause I help no. mine. I help mine every time and it didn't make a difference, but I guess I do that with I, I guess I do that with the day in July, but I knew that day in July, I wasn't supposed to help him. I knew with all my heart, just like you yeah. probably did that with that original day. Yeah. You. Yeah. You just know that you're not supposed to help them, but there's something in you that is telling you not to help them, but you want to help them so badly. And yeah. then it, it spirals into this whole journey, but I don't regret any of it. I don't no. regret not picking up the phone or I don't regret being cold. I still don't regret yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm it's here. Yeah. And I'm literally, I'm not even embarrassed for being such a simp. Like I am not, right. I, I love, I love him. I will always love him, but like, I will love myself enough to be like, I, if you can't show that love on a daily basis to anyone in my life, then yeah. like, I don't want, I'm not going to make your priority. And even this weekend, I wasn't trying to, all I started off the conversation by saying is I don't want to talk about sexual things or send nudes. <laughs> That's what I said. And he, he was like, whatever floats your boat, bully, you're doing this again. Like, he, I wasn't saying I wasn't going to be friends with him or not talk to him. Like, yeah. if he actually cared, he'd be like, all right, what's going on? Do I, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't. The fact that he got so mad about that, like, it's it just proved that he was just using my attention to validate himself and go on with his life to me. Yeah. Well, you know, you feel sometimes in that kind of relationship, it's like, you know, when you always looked for your parents for validation that you were doing yeah. something right. Yeah. or your teacher, whatever, that's, that's you to him. Like he always will look at you as someone to validate that he's doing things correctly, whether he admits that to you or not, he's always going to look there for that support because again, there's no one that's going to love it. So unconditional or so, you know, hard like you do, but again, it's loving yourself more and choosing yourself every single day. Not that shitty feeling. Cause yeah. that's a really shitty feeling. I mean, we woke up it in is. that for two years. It was terrible. Um, and so for that, I don't think I'd ever go back to it. I know. I think about those original calls with you, like you and a bunch of other regular clients at the time, like that's why I found shamanism. Cause remember I was just like, we need to find solutions for us. We can't live like this. Yeah. I mean, you're so stuck. Like I still sometimes do this, but I just, I like will never forget being, oh my God, it's a full moon. I have to go sit in my saltwater pool and write my manifestations and line and line and line and line with my crystals around me and my sage yeah. and this and throw your bay leaf and burn it and put the ashes to the universe. I'm like, girl, you did all that for a man? Like, yeah. what is wrong with you? Yeah. But it's funny because I look back at some of those manifestations and they've come true like yeah. now. Yes. But not with that person. No, same. So, I think it's funny. I, I found an old manifestation journal from like that, you know, time too. And I mean, like doing ceremony is a great part of a spiritual practice. Don't get me wrong. But like, yeah, having it be so hinged on someone else. It's just like. Yeah. I like will wild. never do that again. I never understood when I would like look at TikToks or talk to other people like yourself. And they'd be like, don't manifest a specific person. I'm like, well, why not? I want that person. But 
you can't like well, I will never put somebody's name in a journal again I know I have I ripped I didn't rip the pages out but I want to and burn them. I'm like why is the fuck there's too many pages it's so sleep with funny. it underneath your pillow oh. spray your perfume kiss it with your lipstick and <laughs> I know and then we're wondering why these men never leave us alone god damn it you did it to yourself it's all I know there is one guy I dated that still hits me up all the time and I know we had period sex it was like at the tail end so he didn't realize but I knew he's never left me alone and sometimes I'm like why does he still talk I'm like oh I forgot yeah I I tricked him into period sex well I mean people think it's crazy but no it's real friends all the time I'm like don't have sex with random people and I I, you know everyone can do what they want to do disclaimer out there I was like but that is the biggest energy exchange you could ever yeah, have too. with someone. So unless you don't want it, please don't exchange your energy that way. Yes. Or you know, like period sex. It's it's true. Oh my, it's a blood bind. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. It's real. I it's um I know it's wild. The other thing too is like I remember when we went all in on law of attraction. <laughs> I remember getting a text from you one morning and it's like fuck law of attraction we're going law of assumption and I was like yes let's go law law, of yeah assumption it is. yeah is wait it? which one's which not wait now I'm confused which one was when we were hardcore manifesting our specific person that's law of attraction or law that of was law of attraction but law of assumption was already thinking that it has happened so we were sitting there being like we're already in, in a perfect partnership that's, with our person and that was, was law of assumption because we were tricking our minds to believe yeah that's what I'm saying but that was like November and December last year but we were like remember when it all fell apart and we were just I, I still I I take law of assumption and I put that in the same boat as like doing hardcore uppers <laughs> like it feels great while you're doing it but when you come off it the crash is fucking hard like it was terrible I I, just, <clears throat> I will never forget like I think when it when it all ended for me I was actually visiting New York and I was just sitting in my hotel room and I was like what the fuck just happened? Because it was yeah. right after Christmas time. I'm, Same. We were all sitting there like, this is going to work. This is going to be the time. He's changed. It's this, it's that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, after the holidays, they broke up. They're this. And then you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I'm by myself in a hotel room in another state mm-hmm. visiting this motherfucker. And he never even showed up for you. You're dumb as fuck. <laughs> Go yeah. the fuck home. <laughs> I that was for me that was I had that's when I had major soul loss like I literally broke my own heart after Christmas um you know and it's like the same we both were on the same kind of thing um and then and then I didn't think I was gonna live through that it was the worst but but a week later I learned how to do soul retrievals in my shamanic healing retreat um and training so I was like thank god so now no, I, I mean, if it wasn't for you I don't think I I would have gotten through that period of time because I ended up deciding that I was going to say fuck everything that he was saying to me at the time and I was going to move back to New York yeah and so for me I put my whole life at risk because I I moved yeah and I remember doing soul retrievals with you before and I don't think I would have gotten through the heartbreak of I'm not moving in with you right this second yeah if it wasn't for that because you I found myself and so you know obviously we're not together and we, we haven't spoken and, and that's great. And that's so fine. But you know, you never forget those moments that they made you feel like I really packed up a whole room yeah. and moved back a thousand miles yeah, for someone to just be like, no, I don't love you. Sorry. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. That was, that sucked. Yeah. I forgot I did. So yeah, it's like, but I learned solar retrievals at that time to be able to do them on those of us that needed it then too. It was like, that work is beautiful. I there's some things I had a breakup when I was in college that was so awful that I had to leave school. Yeah. Um, like my life was shattered in a million pieces and my addictions got really bad because I couldn't cope with it. Um, and if I knew then what I know now, like I would not, I wouldn't have had to do any of that. I could have just seen a shaman done a soul yeah. retrieval and been, I mean, but like, I would think everything happens for a reason, but I love that we have these tools now. Agreed. And I also love that I have all these terrible memories because they're not so terrible. When you look back at them, you're like, I really did this. Like I went through this journey. I did a lot of stupid decisions. I made a lot of stupid choices, but look where it got you now. And I, I think we're all blessed at this moment. Like would I have ever found tarot? No, Yeah. probably not. Like I found it in a way of like looking for other people, but 
you know, even if you get five people on a live a night, even yeah. that I'm like, I don't even do it sometimes like for the money aspect. I I'm, I'm sitting here talking with people who are in the same position I was two years ago and I'm coaching them through how I got through it. And I'm like, that is the best reward out of, out of everything because I wish, and I, I had it, but like, I wish at the beginning of my journey, someone would have told me like, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Well, you went through a rough patch before we found each other too. Like, didn't you pay somebody like thousands of dollars? To oh my your God. Chakras? You have no idea. Like, I will never trust anybody in my life again after that. But yeah, like I I had met this woman on TikTok and she pretty much told me that my twin was having black magic done to him by his new girlfriend. And what was even so real about it is I had just seen him, I think two nights before, and he was having like a meltdown in my car, like a freak out. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, he's like, you can't go. You can't leave. And I was like, it's four o'clock in the morning. Like I have to go. And he's like, I yeah. can't go back inside. Like she's in there. I can't do it. And I'm probably going to get, you know, fucking shit if this ever goes on TikTok, but fuck it. I won't put this one on TikTok. And um, she's like, he's like, you can't go. And I was like, okay, take, take my hair tie. As stupid as that sounds. I was like, put it on your wrist. Like you're, you're going to be fine. And he put it on his wrist and he was like, okay. Like, I feel okay. Like I'm, a, I don't know what that just did for me, but I feel good. And I said, okay, so now I'll go back inside. Like you're fine. He's like, okay, I'll talk to you in the morning. So whatever, I found this woman on TikTok and she's like, you gave him something the other day that he was wearing on his wrist and she oh. used it. And I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? And so like that freaked me out because they hit so close to home. But in reality, like black magic's not real. I don't, I don't feel like it's real. It is, it is real. No, it is real. <laughs> it's real. I'm sure it is, but. But it's, uh, but, uh, but it was how much she charged you. And what did, cause what did she yeah. say again? So what did she charge you for and how much was it? I can't remember. It was, it was like 10,000 Jesus, and it was a bunch of different things. It's, it was like, I'm not laughing getting, at you. I'm just laughing. Cause like, that's so much money. No, I laugh at myself because I think that's really ridiculous. It was aligning chakras so that, you know, you, mm -hmm. you feel better, but most importantly, he feels better removing black magic, which, which is, the th I mean, that is a thing. I know how to do that. I've been trained on how to do that. I believe that's a thing, but yeah. I believe it's a thing, but I don't believe he had the extent of black magic put on him. I, I still yeah. believe to this day, she hexed him with something because yeah. there's no way in your, in your mind that you're, you stay in a willing relationship like that. But yeah. do I believe to the extent of what I was told and how much money was charged? Absolutely not. No. It's like, honestly, even I, uh, my teacher charges $140 for a shamanic healing and she you know what I mean like the, the people that do it, that's we just kind of that's all it should cost and you can do you can rebalance chakras and you can remove black magic in one of those sessions but and it you, I could do it on someone without them there but like I don't know it's just it's all because it didn't help it either is the thing right like it didn't no it it didn't help it actually made things worse mm. and so my my whole thing was and like I don't think I've ever, I've ever talked to anybody about this psychological thought. So tell me your opinion, but I think her energy actually was creating more negative energy to keep me reeled in. Like, I think, I don't know if she was, if she was doing anything in the process. I don't know if she was putting more negative energy onto the relationship, but I felt like she was, was doing something to keep that money flowing because every, every week was a new thing that she found yeah that and um well I would just say so the difference between a shaman and a sorcerer is intent right so shaman and I'm not a shaman I'm a shamanic practitioner right but like anyone walking the shamanic path is you you're supposed to use everything that you've learned for good to manifest yeah. the best things and um and when you use them for your own personal gain, which she was doing by charging that much, because yeah. that's overcharging, um, there's karmic debt that gets incurred because of that. Okay, so this is what sh shaman believe about this. And you have to be really careful because the more aligned you are, the more quickly your karmic debt gets repaid. So walking this path, I know that if I do anything to incur karmic debt, it's going to get me back immediately, not in the next lifetime or not later in life, but yeah. like now. And it does happen to me the few times I fuck up and I, it's very obvious. So I am very, that's why I'm very careful. And, um, but 
most of the sorcerers that are actually skilled sorcerers like that it sounds silly to use that word but it's a real thing they know how to evade the karmic debt at some point too but but i think still i think at some point just even being a client of those practitioners you're incurring your own karmic debt makes i think that's part of it i think it is spell work and i think it yeah i mean you're not wrong there's something that kept you tied to that because of the work she was doing on your behalf Oh, a hundred percent. And I, I believe I definitely paid out my debt with how bad things got, because for me, my relationship with him got worse, but their relationship got stronger. So that, and, yeah, I think that I, in its own is my own karma. Yeah. I think uh, it's hard. I look at my, this person that I'm not, you know, whatever i he really loved his ex-girlfriend he, and he's really had a hard time since they broke up and I can call her a, kar- a karmic third party, but like she's been front and center in his life. And, um, I don't know at this point, honestly, I, I like, I kind of wish they could work it out. Cause they seem to have found something that worked that I, he never spent, even spent that much time with me. So like at this point, I don't even think, or maybe they're both toxic as fuck and they're you know and like i you've seen the same thing mine that girlfriend of his is dating someone else now and she's she is working on her own healing journey and sobriety and stuff and like he's not you know so she's probably somewhere talking to someone else about him just like i am but yeah. what piece of shit he is doing all i don't yeah. know i mean for me i feel like they stayed together because he just felt really bad and she made her story really really bad and i like to believe that he was too good of a person to you know, just drop her off. But I think I do that for my own benefit. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just people. I do love him enough to know he's a big boy and he makes his decisions yeah. for mine. And so I'm not even going to sit there and try to act like, I think that's where the twin flame thing for me, like why I won't say it anymore and why I don't believe in it is because like, it's too fucking ego driven to think yeah. that, that him, that he and I are so beholden to each other. It just, it almost feels controlling in a way, you know? It, it, I think it is controlling because you are trying to keep a relationship together. Like for me, I was like, I have to be with my twin flame, but no, you don't. No. And this is what's really sad. So you remember when I, before I got divorced, I told my ex-husband, you are going to, you are going to meet your person. We're going to get divorced. And because we don't get along, you're going to meet your person right away. And then I'm going to meet mine and we're all going to live happy, happily ever after. So like part of itself is a f- fulfilling prophecy because he met his person right away. And then I met this guy a week later and I just thought like, oh, this is it. And I realized this week when I went through my darkness of the soul that even since my divorce, I've never felt a- most people after the divorce go through a, a darkness of the soul. And I did, but I kind of skipped the whole feeling completely alone without a plan part because I had all my eggs in the basket of the spiritual connection guy that was never anything in 3D. So like, I was so fucking delusional. I avoided the whole ego death of like, just being alone and learning to take care of yourself. Cause I was like, oh, I'll be remarried within two years. Like, yeah. I literally was like, we're, you know, by my, my, I'll be done with my um, COBRA insurance through my old employer in May of 2023 and I'll be remarried by them. So it'll be fine. And I'll, my lease is up in March, 2023, but I'm sh- I'll move in with someone then. Like. I've literally believed those things enough that I wasn't doing things to take care of myself. <laughs> like I should yeah. be planning for the future. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I think it's all about, you have to plan for you and what you want to do and not yeah. if you're with somebody, if you are, you are, and it's amazing. <laughs> yes. And if you're not, that's fine too. Like sometimes, yeah. you know, even being where I am right now and the relationships, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, like I'm in such a good place, like I'm going to get married. And then sometimes I'm like, and if I never got married again, I'd be completely fine. You know, if yeah. I never got married to begin with, I'd be completely fine. Like if I never had kids, yeah, it would suck, but I would be okay. Cause you're all, you know, you have your specific path in this lifetime. Yes. It is what it is. Yeah. I get like that about the relationship thing now too. Like, and that's what Amy, my teacher said last week too. The relationship is just the icing on the cake. Like it yeah. really is. You have to be okay with what you have. Um, and I th- do think relationships are overrated. Like it's just like having a good job or a nice home or anything else. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's great having a great relationship, but there's always going to be rough parts about it too. It's work just like anything else. Of course, you know, you have to be okay with filling your own cup. And I think that's the part of this that we're, we're at right now is filling our own cups and feels good you just got to get past it yes and i will say it too so yeah you know i was 33 when i had rad and i 
was 30 when I met my ex-husband. So I had this whole thing in my 20s and the end of my 20s where I had to like let go of it all and be like, first of all, my doctor said it was gonna be hard for me to get pregnant anyway. And then like I had him at the right person. So I had let go of ever being a mom, even though literally my whole life, I thought my purpose was to be a mom. Like probably yeah. until I was like 28, I was just like that oh, I am someone's mother. Like, yeah. And so I always knew that purpose was in me. And I had to, at some point I just had to let go of it. And then I met Jared and he didn't want to have kids and I let go of it. And it's when I started going to the gym and working out and not even worrying about, I was living with Jared, but we did not get along. And I just kind of started ignoring him and taking care of myself and getting my own energy. And then boom, all of a sudden I was magically pregnant and it was like, oh, you know, and then my career, like everything was taking off. But it's when I started just like putting my energy every time in life when I started putting my energy back into me is when things came back together, you know? Yeah, I feel that. That's, you can't that's worry the point. about it. No, that's the only time things can come back together is when you start putting your energy into yourself because no one's going to put as much energy into you as you'll put into yourself. It's a hard concept to learn and it doesn't happen overnight, but with hard work, you get there. And so I know your life is in a much more beautiful place. Not that it wasn't good before, but like just even seeing your transformation in a year is like crazy. Lord only knows how I got here. So. That's what I yeah, I mean, but that's what quantum leaping, I think, feels like. Like, it's just like, so one day you're there. And the next day I'll be in Puerto Rico with a drink in my hand. Do and it. Loving lo life, you know? So I, know. I think that, I think it's, it's all about the journey and how you get there. And the end goal is like, yeah, I'm not where I want to be by any means, but are we ever really where we want to be? No, there's always greater and more, but where I am versus where I was a year ago, where you are versus where you were a year ago, yes. there's a lot of growth. And so that we have to be proud of. Agreed. All right. Well, I love you. We'll let you go. Enjoy the rest of your evening, but I will talk to you later. You can't fuck up your own journey and don't fucking text them is all I have to say. Thank you, Jilly. I love you. <laughs> all right. Love you too. Bye. Bye.